0: Vodka. 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 O'clock. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the new year, 2015. Here I'm, Amber Love, the host of Vodka O'clock podcast and uh, the master of uh, AmberUnmasked.com. Today, my special guest is Thomas Boatwright, who's one of my dearest friends and favorite collaborators. Because we're uh, we're a pretty good team, I think so. <laughs> if we, if I do say so myself,
1: I'll say so. If
0: um, you. Awesome. Um, we're also uh, an explicit website and podcast, uh, so if you're easily offended or under 18, um, you deal, you go away, probably, is <laughs> the best advice, because, <laughs> um, you know, I, I never know when, you know, the divine will come through me, and I will just start cursing up a storm. <laughs> it happens. It happens. So, hey, Thomas, welcome back. Hey,
1: good to be here. It's, it's, it's been a while since we've talked.
0: I know. It really has. Um I haven't had
1: anything going on, so there's been no reason to talk to me, so it's <laughs> uh,
0: Well, you've been doing some really interesting different things, like non comic y things, yes. which is I think the last time yeah. we talked was probably all talking about comic book stuff. So um
1: And then, we're gonna, and then something happened.
0: <laughs> and then some and then things happened. And actually, you know, it's a really uh, good opportunity for us to talk about that because um I believe it's still going on if you hear my very loud clicking uh I'm going to uh, look something up um, I think it's still active yes there's uh as of as of this recording there's uh, a couple weeks left in the uh norm bra uh Braifogl stroke fund yes. uh um they're crowdsourcing his medical expenses, he had a stroke and it's devastating and a lot of freelance people don't have insurance yet. And it's 2015. So you're kind of sort of like required here in the States. Um, and you know, it's a, it was not an easy process for me to get into. I lost my job and I was like, I still couldn't get in last year. It was Mm. really ridiculous. And so I know the struggle of what it's like to even just find insurance no less be able to afford to pay it on a monthly basis
1: and and not to get political about it but it would help if everybody was kind of on the same page of
0: yeah all humans should be
1: able to get better let's just agree on that (laughs) you
0: know yeah yeah it's just it's not it's definitely not the best execution of a healthcare system i guess but um but at the same time in my my twitter stream i see people in the uk complaining that something like their national health care system is, like, crashing or something. Right. Hmm. And it's like, well, I don't want to go through that either. Maybe, um, how about we all just move to Canada? <laughs> or how about Canada just buy us out? You know, wouldn't that, you know, maybe solve Be it? A
1: part. Just, just like an IDW, you just bought a, a yeah, There.
0: Exactly. Come on, Canada. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please, Canada. Um, we like your syrup. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, Norm Breyfogel's, uh fund is still... Uh, It's over $60,000 out of the $200,000 goal.
1: Hmm.
0: So uh, it's just one of these topical things where we're always talking about crowdfunding. And there are people who do it for their product. And then there's people who are doing it for very personal reasons like this, either medical expenses. I've seen some, uh, some folks use it for legal cases that they... You know they might be in custody situations and they can't afford a lawyer, or in transgender communities they, um, you know, need some money to maybe get their name changed because that does cost money. You still have to pay for a lawyer and right. court fees for that. So, um, so there's all sorts of reasons that people turn to crowdfunding, and um, you're here to talk to us about how you've been using Patreon and
1: for the Patreon or uh, Patreon.
0: I don't know. I, I thought it was Patreon, but then I don't know. I
1: would. I would. No, I've always been saying Patreon because so it's like a patron.
0: It's like a patron of the art. Yeah. I tried to explain the platform one of the times that I was modeling because it was artists who aren't quite out there in the commission world yet. Mm-hmm. They're still in school, or they're only doing like you know very slow process commissions, like one a year right. or something like that, and. Uh, you know, and it's one of those things where I understand some people are just kind of anti-technology. I get that. Right. I, you know, not everybody wants to be plugged in. I'm just surprised when.
1: Well, I don't want to be. I don't want to be plugged in, but it's how you make a living now. So it's exactly. I'm, I'm dragged that's, here.
0: <laughs> that it, that's kind of kind of what I was trying to to figure out how to say. Right. Like sometimes you don't really have a choice in it. I mean, unless you're of a particular, I don't know, popularity status. Uh, you know, time in your career where you really don't need it, where you're really not out seeking work, and it's just coming to you, right. or or you're you have the personal connections uh, that you don't need to be on the internet, or, but, or you can but,
1: like hire someone to kind of yeah, do or it you can
0: hire someone it. else to do it, like Alex Ross, right. Alex Ross. When you see you know big booth for Alex Ross at a convention, that's not him. Yeah,
1: he, I mean, he doesn't need to. He's at the point you know he can just hire. He doesn't have to deal with all this stuff. You know.
0: Yeah. So there are there are these tools out there on the internet for people who are whether they're artists or writers, um, musicians, to in order to make a living doing what they do, it's sort of like, you know, you have your chip jar out but you're doing that's, it that, that's the online. best
1: way I've described Patreon. It's like, you know, well how different is it? It's like it's just putting out a chip jar and people can drop in whatever they want and, you know, If you try to do rewards, which I'm sure we'll get into later, like the ins and outs that I've went through. But, yeah, it's basically like, you know, a tip jar.
0: So, you know, but getting into the, you know, like the the Norm Bray vocal situation here, he had to turn to crowdfunding, which somebody is running that for him, thank goodness. Yes. Um, uh, Because of medical reasons. And, you know, like I said, last time we talked, which was like 2012 Mm -hmm. uh, with Paul Aller, um, it was like right around the time when you were starting to have problems with your uh, wrist. Yes, <laughs> and then the pain got worse and worse and worse. So it's like so you managed to pull off a couple of comics, and then um, yeah, then I, that I just saw the, these devastating posts like guys I can't work anymore. Yeah, so I was like and what? <laughs> yeah,
1: um, it was between I think twenty thirteen was probably my mo- most pro- prolific year. I did a lot of work. Um, and
0: um, and we should say that you're also a musician. So it's kinda, one yeah. of the you you were using your hand. Yeah,
1: I was using my hand a lot because I went back through my Facebook. I have a like a commission list thing, and I, I think I counted up over a hundred commissions I had drawn. Um, I think I drew probably two, maybe three graphic novels at the time, or had just come off that many or something like that. I've just worked for a lot and, you know, I got into like, well, this is my big break and I was going to do uh, a book for dark horse, which that has its own little story, which turned out awful. And, um, whatever happened last Christmas or so I was finishing up commissions and it felt like somebody had ran a knife through my arm and I just, I just ate and hurt. And it was just like, all the muscles were tight and, um, And so, yeah, I couldn't draw. All of a sudden, like, the thing that made me, me, was like, I draw. That's what I do. Um, I couldn't do it. And the combination of thinking about my career, of where I was going, and felt like I wasn't getting anywhere, combined with, well, it doesn't matter because she can't use her arm anyway, I I shut down. And I really didn't come out. I didn't have so much a nervous breakdown. just I just kind of broke down. It's, you know. It wasn't devastating. I could still live, but I was depressed and just messed up there for quite a long time. And if there was a visual that would go along, it would be a montage of me just setting fire to every bridge that was near me. I would just walk. Just anybody who knew me, it was like, I'll set you on fire and goodbye, you know, and walked away.
0: Right. And um. And that's, you know, it's not an unrealistic, Yeah. you know, expectation for somebody who just feels like they're losing their livelihood. Yeah.
1: And it's and it's I felt I justified in some ways. Just like for me, like I, I can't deal with anybody asking me when I'm going to get something done or trying to work out. Uh, well, how many pages can you draw? How what can this do? I says I, I have to just stop. I have to just walk away from all of it and start again. And um, I I knew they would be better off without me. I you know, um, try to string somebody along. It would just be better to be like just go find someone else. I, I'm sorry that, you know, we'll, we'll get over it. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll be okay. We'll
0: yeah. but And that's, and that happens. Yeah. That happens, you know, not just in comics, but that's in other things too. It's just like, you know, yeah. I we, our, my house is perpetually under construction. That's why I call it the Winchester mansion. <laughs> sometimes. Um, Cause it's never not under construction. Right, And it's, it's like, oh, well, you know, When's this molding ever going to get done? It's like, well, the carpenter has to go work on this other thing over here right now. He can't do our thing right now. Right. So you kind of get pulled around in different directions.
1: Right. Anywhere. So, like, yeah, if I was that carpenter and, like, I couldn't use a hammer, I would be like, I I don't want this person to sit in an unfinished house. Just just go find someone else. I'm sorry, you know, we'll – it was a lot of apologizing and just a lot of, you know, uh, it was awful anyway and then i went to the doctor and he was like well we don't know exactly what it is uh we can give you a cortisone shot that might help um you have a tiny bone chip in your wrist that might be why that hurts but i don't know why it's hurting up your arm and so it's i i am getting a little better now it's just you know not too well on it but i don't know if it's that i'm learning to live with it both in like learning when to cut off like my drawing times or um, but also I try to learn to draw left-handed every now and then. I kind of forget until like my arm flares up. It's like, oh yeah, I should be using the other arm. Um, that's
0: what uh, Frazetta did.
1: Yeah, that's, that was. I remember hearing that. Like He had a stroke and he couldn't use his right arm. So it was like, eh, I'll just do my left arm. It's another of yep. those great series of stories of Frazetta. He didn't,
0: yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just, you know, and it's one of those things where I, I don't know how long it took him to be equal yeah. with with both sides, but I mean, it was, uh, I'd be curious to see because I've, I've seen your sketches. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, the, the thing I've you... found is like the knowledge is there and it's the same kind of fight to get it from my brain to my hand. The only difference is that it's kind of like my right arm has so much muscle memory of the sketching that it thinks it knows better. So that's why I have trouble with that one. You know, if it's like, I can't get the sketch right. It's just cause I'm kind of fighting myself. My left arm is just kind of dumb. It'll do whatever you tell it. But it just doesn't have the muscle memory. So it's like I have these two things in my hand. Like this one's too smart and it hurts all the time. So it's, you know, kind of broke itself.
0: Yeah. I, I had practiced uh, not necessarily writing coherently with mm. my left hand, but I, I can. It's just going to look like it, you know, a kindergartner did it. Right. Uh, but uh, also to highlight when I was in school, I would be taking notes with my right hand and then using my left for the highlighter. Oh, nice and it you know and it's just a. I don't know. considering how bad my typing is you'd think that I'd, I'd be better with my hands but that my typing is just dreadful and um, I know that for the couple of Dr. Sketches mm-hmm. uh, events that I did one of the games that they do when they're that's uh, if you don't know what Dr. Sketches is you basically you go to a place like a bar and you have live models and you get to draw them and it, there's usually like a reasonable cover fee like maybe 10 or 15 dollars or something and you have uh, a host who gets up and introduces what's going on and in pittsburgh they have a they used to have a really fun host who would do these different little games and one of the games was okay now for the next two minute sketch you have to use your non-dominant hand and it would just be really cool because like nobody would be expecting it right, right. it's like ah okay <laughs> and you know each round they go around and like pick out a favorite or something. Um, so it's good. It's definitely good, interesting practice. Mm-hmm. And um, but I want to, you know, I know that you went through like you know a couple of years of of this pain and process and everything. But you turned to other types of art. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Okay, you sort of felt like I, I, don't, I guess it's because you use your hands differently when you're drawing sequential pages versus doing other things like you make little puppets and little mm-hmm. sculptures. And y- if you do graphics, then you can put them up on a t-shirt because you're not doing all the t-shirt printing, like, right. like screen printing. So, uh, talk to us about like the difference in what that was like for your hand. The, uh,
1: the whole just career direction came a lot more, I think it, it was coming to a head anyway. Like I've kind of always fought it. And, um, the hand thing made me stop. Like, I, you know, I couldn't just keep charging forward. Like, you know, I need to get this book and then I need to line up the next job and this job will get me more, you know, followers this way and I need to get the, you know, because uh, I was trying to get to maybe like a certain publisher. I'm not going to go into a story about that, but I kind of had my heart broke with something. Um, and I was like, well, that door is closed. I'm not going to go that direction. Then I felt a little lost. And then like a few months later, like you know, my hand stopped. And I was like, well, I'm just going to um, just re- rethink what I'm doing altogether, and I really took stock of it, and it was like, I kind of went into comics more just because um, it just seemed like a natural thing that I could do, or you know, it's like some people would tell women if you want to be a doctor, be a gynecologist because you can make more money that way, or something like that, or just whatever you you know you think. Well, if you want to do this, you're you'd be better doing this thing. So, I think that's how I just kind of fell into comics. And I'm a good storyteller. You know, it's not like I'm terrible at it, but um, just you know, it took stock of everything. It's like I want to be an artist. I just like being creative. I'm not. I don't have a passion to be a great comic artist. I just like to draw and I like to make things and make little characters and just be creative. That's what I'm trying to do. So um, when you know the the hand gave me time, it's not like oh, there's a blessing in disguise. It's just like no, it's. It's it gave me time to stop and think about things. And so I just kinda changed the directions.
0: Well it's um a lot of people have day jobs anyway. Right. So it's not like this is you know, a revolutionary thing, but it's interesting that you had the opportunity, uh from a bad experience to to try something new that's also rewarding. Because I know that you're having fun with your little your little guys, your little demon guys and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. and your skeleton guys and um uh, and you also have uh, a Pinterest, which is really fun to follow. <laughs> um, so,
1: and, and, like, and, and, and my like Tumblr, a, I've started like doing more things. Like, I used to try to treat it just for my art, but it kind of get lost. And I was like, I have more fun like reblogging things and making comments on videos or you know images and stuff. So. Dumber's a mess, but it's fun to mess and play around in. Yeah,
0: there's so many platforms. I I just signed up in the last like couple of days. I just signed up for like another three platforms. Oh, well. I'm like, Jesus, when is this stuff gonna stop? And of, and even with one of them, the one I did today, I couldn't get like either of my two normal like go-to names. Oh wow. Well. Username. Yeah. I, I was just like, oh shit, this is ridiculous. Yeah, so there's had, just too many, too
1: many platforms. And trying to figure out like what to do with them because you know I can just take like I draw something. I like. I can put it on Instagram and then I can from Instagram I can tumble that and you can put that on Twitter. And it's like, well, anybody who's following all of that, if that's all I do, it's like you'll get kinda of bored with me. So it's like, well, okay, like Twitter I can kinda of interact with people. You know, it's more of just kinda of like walking past a bulletin board. Tumblr's like passing just magazines around, like tearing things out and commenting. This just having like a weird
0: Yeah, Tumblr I use um pretty much only for the podcast. It's mm. because I even made the address vodka clock a Tumblr. Um Instagram is one of those things I don't really get why people love it so much because it pisses me off that it crops your photos. Yeah. Like, you have no control over the cropping.
1: Yeah, they have to be square is
0: the thing. Yeah, they have to be square. And it's like, and at least on Twitter, you can make a post and Mm -hmm. not include media. It's more about what you're writing. So I don't, I don't understand people that have, that are like, oh, they're getting all these comments and stuff on Instagram. And I'm like, yeah, but, they have to comment on something that's an image, right? Like you can't just have a conversation. Yeah,
1: and um, it, but it's I was reading their Twitter from somebody, and she was talking about like over the holidays, she was with her family, and she's like, um, she used to be the nostalgia chick. It's Lindsay Ellis. Uh, she was talking about being with a family and like how none of the teenagers used Tumblr, and they didn't really think of Twitter as being a thing. They all were on Instagram, and she thought they were just really odd. It was like I thought. Everyone was on Twitter and Tumblr and like a lot, and there seems to be a lot. Of it changes
0: every year. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, at some point, you know, like even Facebook now, it's so funny where now I, I talk to other uh, people my own age and they say that their kids make fun of them because Facebook is for the old people.
1: Right, and well, it is. So once once like you know, parents get on there and then you know either have to block them or you know just get off Facebook altogether. Um, it it's. it's, it's yeah, it is. Like old people get on there and they they like, oh, look at my grandchildren and you know and all this other stuff and they start showing all their families. It's not really the the young people thing anymore. I like, guess Instagram is that. It's still uh, like I, it's still cool. Yeah, like you know, you know, not that you're old in any way, but it's like you're just old enough not to get it. And like I, I yeah, and only-
0: well, it just annoys me. Like I need I need a certain type of usability. Right. And if I don't get that, because um, I just signed up for Sue It's T S U.
1: Weird. What's that?
0: It's, it's yet another one. And, um, you know, so there's not a lot going on there. And I was like, okay, well, it's sort of like the bare bones version that Facebook used to be. Mm. It's missing stuff. Like, yeah, you can post an image, but you don't have photo galleries.
1: Gotcha. Huh.
0: You know, that's one of the advantages of Facebook is that it has, you can make a gallery. Right. And
1: I signed up for something. Somebody had to be invitation only. I don't remember what it was, but it looked like you know, like notebook paper. It was like just bare bones of nothing. I was like, "What do you even do with this? Why even?" I can't. Remember. I, it was been. Oh,
0: that was Ella. Oh yeah, yeah. Ello, that's it. That's the thing. Like everybody jumped on because they were like, it was like this exclusive elite thing because only certain people were getting invitations. Right. And um, and it was going to be like this breakthrough platform that would finally put an end to Facebook hmm. and people clamored for it and they ran like, um, they got investors to invest like $5 million. Oh, wow. Nobody is there. No, nobody does anything on it.
1: Well, because so I went in and like tried to, and I was like, what do you do with this that I don't already do? You know who am?
0: And the, and it had the same pitfalls. It's like, you're not providing the same robustness.
1: Right. I mean, if I, if I knew somebody that I could talk to socially, I would just email them. You know, the only reason I'm on, like, bigger social medias is to find other, like, you know, it's not fans, but, you know, other people. Like, here's my stuff. Yeah, I'm like, trying to show you stuff. Like, I could,
0: Yeah. No.
1: like, why would I, like, you know, why would me and you join another thing to be friends when it's, like, I have your email or I have your Twitter? <laughs> <I> was,
0: like, <laughs> That's what a lot of people say. They're, they'll they just, like, they're, like, They're like, I don't do Facebook. Why do you get mad at me if I don't like something? I'll just text you. (laughs) Right,
1: right. I'm
0: like, because you don't understand. It needs to be seen. I am one of the people that's crushed that the television show Selfie got canceled. Oh, really? That show was so adorable and so good. I don't know how long they could continue that kind of Mm storyline, but the, the actors were really great together. They were so great. And... I I really I when I first watched the pilot I'm like this is going to be the dumbest piece of shit to come on television <laughs> and I laughed so much and then I mean it's uncomfortable like the first episode is really uncomfortable because right. this girl just goes through all these embarrassing things but it's just so funny that she's um you know like the best pharmaceutical sales rep and she gets and it's because she's so popular because she has 200,000 Instagram followers oh, there you go yeah and it's just like, it's like, yeah, but in the real world, it, the hilarious part is that people cut back on their social media mm-hmm. or they try to make it really polished right. and scrubbed because if your job is looking at your social media, then you could get fired.
1: Exactly.
0: And uh, which to me is a little shit, but, um, but it was just really cute that, I, you know, in this little fantasy world of television, she was praised for this great um, presence she had online. Yeah,
1: I, I could see that, you know, happening in a way. You know, it's, there, there are people I've, I've followed on Tumblr who seem to be not famous, but they have a lot of followers, and people send them stuff. Like, they're like a personality, just from the things right. that they share. Like, they're not actually putting too much out there. It's just the things that they find and show you, or, you know, that's they have supporters just from that. I like, that's fascinating. Well, I think
0: that, I think some people, some, they get lucky that way and they just end up being able to then, uh, like you said, become like, we used to call it Twitter famous. Right, right. Um, and even like, especially in like cosplay community and stuff, we call it cosplay famous. Mm. Because it's, oh, there's, you know, how many times did you share my picture? And um, it's, it's like a fervor. It's sort of the same feeling that I, I used to get watching sports, which will shock anybody <laughs> out there listening that I ever did. But there was a time in my life when I wanted to go into, like, sports publicity. <laughs> but you're a girl. Um,
1: I, no, you can
0: not <laughs> Well, just the fact that right now I hate pretty much all sports right. because um, of reasons. Right. But uh, it's it's just, I don't know. It's It's that same feeling. It's like, oh, my God, this many people – liked me yeah. and you're thinking it's you and it's not really I mean I guess sometimes it is but it's usually just a very visual thing it has nothing to do with you right and it goes viral and it's that same adrenaline that you get from a sporting event in my opinion oh yeah it's, it's, it's you just get really it's, it's this adrenaline and excitement and I don't know belonging to something belonging to like, the crowd of
1: people. for me to like draw something and then post an image and then check it in, like, a minute, and it has, like, you know, 20 or 30 likes. Just to sit and watch all the likes or the favorites and comments, like, yay, I'm doing amazing. And then you do the thing, it's like, I'll post something, and then I'll go for a walk and come back like, three hours, and, like, nobody looked at it. So, like, and it's heartbreaking, you know. It's like, it's like it's like missing a field
0: goal or something. It's and like, it's so funny that you mentioned that because a couple days ago, if you guys follow Grammar Girl – um, this is a really uh, fun website. It's called Quick and Dirty Tips, and they do these short little mini podcasts. And Grammar Girl is one of the best things out there on the internet. So she will actually—it sounds like it sounds like a such a dumb, boring thing—but mm-hmm. she will talk about grammar, and it'll be <laughs> uh, the proper use of semicolons right. or you know uh, colloquialism from a certain region of the country and how did how did they come to that and what does it really mean so it's got such cool interesting things i had put out there on twitter I was like hey does anybody know baby grammar girl if there's a word for seeing your notification uh, icon light up mm-hmm. and getting really excited <laughs> and then you, you go and you look at it and it's just spam or it's you know some it's and I, I got all of this feedback because she retweeted it from people coming up with all of these awesome, hilarious words. <laughs> and like my, but one of them was like, "and twit's appointment." Oh, there you go. <laughs> and I'm like, "That's it." I'm like, "The, the, the disappointment you feel when your Twitter notification <laughs> is spam." And twit's appointment.
1: Yeah, since getting uh, Instagram and like you know you can share from Instagram to Twitter. I've got so many more spam bots, you know, of, like, get this many followers from Instagram, and it's heartbreaking. They're like, you have five new things. I'm like, yay, five new followers, and it's, like, all those spam bots. Like, oh, man.
0: I got three Darth Vader bots in one day. <laughs> I'm like, this is ridiculous. I can never tweet about Star Wars.
1: I've getting, like, the Darth Vader ones from, like, things I did, like, a couple of years ago. Like, just a little sketch I did on, like, Luke Skywalker or, like, a commission or something, and then they're favoring it from, like, you know, like, said over a year. I'm like, really? That's...
0: Is this a good way I just to had two people, yeah. I just had two people reply to me from tweets that were last, like one was last April and one was last September. Mm. Like, you're honestly replying to one of my tweets that's that old. Yeah.
1: And I can, it does sound weird and kind of creepy, but at the same time, like if you see somebody, and you're like, oh, who's this person? And the fastest way to jump back through is like look at their photos, or like if I find an artist, I'm like I'll oh, look at the photos, see what they've posted. And I'll jump back say, oh, that looks really cool. I make a comment, but it's from like three months ago, and I'm like, well, now I can't say anything because now it's just awkward.
0: Yeah, the I notice that too. That it's specifically when people are scrolling through photos. Yeah, uh, and that's not nearly as bad. But when it is, when it's not, when it's just a mention, I guess if they look for a
1: term or something, and I, I don't yeah, it know. could be it
0: could be like an old hashtag or something. Because
1: I'll look up like some old comics I used to be a part of, and they still have like the first tweets will come up from like you know a year or more ago. And I'm like, huh, I wonder how that's still in the algorithm or, so I know people have talked about it otherwise, but.
0: Yeah. And I got, uh, this past week, I got a comment on my really old, uh, blogger. Oh, where I would, which was strictly costume stuff. Right. I'm like, I even, it even says like right on there, I'm not updating this anymore. <laughs> you know, you, you would
1: be surprised when people don't read. I, I've, People I've known who have been, like, fans of mine, I've worked with them, and then after, like, months of being, like, you know, talking with them, they'll be like, I didn't know you actually drew comics. I was like, yeah, I've done three or four of them, one through Image and stuff. They'll be amazed. Like, I'm going to go back now. I was like, who did you think I was? How did you find me, Andy? Am I just a guy? <laughs> I guess I just doodle things, you know?
0: Well, um, but they should know you, and hopefully more people will know you because you have this pat- Patreon, Patreon thing. And, Patreon. Um, so you go, it's uh, yes. dot com if you are unfamiliar. And like we said, it's like uh, to be a patron of the arts. Yes. So your URL is Boatwright Yes. all one word. And what is it? What's it set up like for you? What is this whole model and process?
1: Well, um, look, I came to it, uh, like I said, after my arm thing, and I was trying to come back out of it. And I heard some podcasts and things like that of what Patreon was. And I was like, well, that sounds pretty cool. Like I said, it's a tip jar, and it's not doing a Kickstarter where – a Kickstarter is like, I have a project, and I need this much funding to get this thing made. But I don't really do big things like that. I do just, like, little stuff, you know, and so, like, the tip jar aspect, like, you know, works, and so I said, well, I'll start this, and I'll, basically, I ran it, like, a long-term commission list to where you have, like, you can set up different tiers from, like, it starts at a dollar, and then you can make whatever amount and whatever reward for that amount. Um, I made up a, I called the Baphomet 13, because my little guys live in Baphomet County, the little devil's. Um, so the bath met 13 would be like $13 a month. You would get a four by six commission every month. Um, and then after six months you'd get an 11 by 15 commission for free. And then like the math on that, I think worked out to be like 70 some dollars, something like that. So it was like for 70 some dollars, close to 80, what have you, you'd get six four by sixes and 11 by 15. Um, I actually didn't think that would sell out. I was like, nobody's going to sign up for $13 a month. Um, but it's all sold out within probably about a month or not even, no, not even that long. It was less than a month, like it probably a couple of weeks. All of the spaces signed up and they stayed with me the entire time. Something else I didn't think of was like I didn't think all 13 people would sign up the first couple of weeks and stay through to the end. But they did. And those guys are awesome. And uh, um, I had a friend of mine. Uh, she does like uh, like clothing and stuff for it's called Morbid Kid Designs. Look her up. Uh, she's really cool. She's still in school and stuff. But I got her to make me all these like little motorcycle patches for like the MathMet thirteen original. And um so I sent those out with the guys. That's really cool. Now, the um so after that I was like, okay, um that started I think in like May or so. So it ended around November. Um I thought, like, okay, while well, I'm working on the it worked really well. Uh the only thing I got Criticism I have of Patreon is they, they really need to work on the communication because it does not work on a smartphone very well to try to message somebody. Like the in-system messaging is a pain, uh, but they're working on it. You know, I'm, you know, But that makes it a little hard to, like, get 13 commissions every time. It'd be like, okay, everybody, what's your commission this month? And then have to follow up on that, and they have to go through their email, check that, and then go through the messaging thing. Um I thought about making a separate list outside of Patreons. Like, well, that's kind of defeating the purpose of even having a thing. I should just, you know, there's other ways to do that. So so I stuck with the system that's set up. And then it turned out to be a lot of work that way. And then it all hit me that, like, oh, I've got 13 large watercolors to draw um, right here before Christmas. Um, and technically, I've already been paid for it, so I'm not getting any money right now. So the, the time i got to take is going to be working on these commissions. But again trying to work on the bright side of things like well that's
0: a good lesson to to get out there oh
1: yeah definitely i've talked to people of like you know you can the kickstarters all that stuff is um you can get in a lot of trouble offering rewards for things and not making the pledge amount. basically the pledge amount has to be more than the thing they're getting i know that sounds messed up you know, to some people, it's like, well, if I, I'm i not paying. Well, no, of course it does. Yeah, it's like, well, I'm not paying $50 for like one issue comic. That's ridiculous. Like, or, or that's you know, as an example, you know, but you have to like, that pledge is going toward the making the thing and a lot of other work. And then you're also getting this as a bonus. I've always said like the, the, the PBS tote bag is like, you know, right. I think that level is like 50 bucks. And it's like you get a free tote bag that says PBS on it because you're not buying a tote bag. You're giving them money to keep going. And they're kind of giving you this little thing to say that, hey, look, I, I did a pledge, or you know, for like the hundred dollars, you can get a DVD, which you know, obviously takes pennies to make, but that's you know.
0: how. Well, how does Patreon um, differ, do you think? Because like Kickstarter, I know that you need to. Um Pay for your, the taxes, I guess, on your own. I, I'm not mm-hmm. really sure because I've never. They take out the fees. Uh,
1: they take out their their own fees, um, and then like it goes through PayPal, or you can set up your own thing. I go through PayPal, so PayPal's already made like thousands and thousands of dollars off me. That's the way they they have that Superman three scam where they just take pennies off every transaction. So I was like they're, yeah. they're making a fortune. Um, but yeah, the patron has their fees, and then PayPal takes out their fees, and then you can donate to other people as well. You can sign up as either a patron or a creator, um, and you can have multiple ones. So if you have like, I guess if you had two or three, say web comics or different projects, like you, if you want to start one for your podcast and one separate for say your cosplay stuff, you could have two different patrons. You do the patrons. Um, I think they don't limit it that way. Mine right now, uh, after all that work, I set it to just a dollar because I'm kind of keeping things separate. Like I'll, I'll really enjoy doing commissions. I like working with people. I like, it almost it's like performing a magic trick. Like, can you do this? It's like, yeah, watch what I can do. I can make a weird looking Batman. Um, it's, so I really enjoy that, but I don't want my Patreon to be that large commission list again. Is because it's like, I, I,
0: so then what happened to the people who were at $13 a month?
1: They, um, uh, you have to physically go in and you change it. You can change your pledge every month. Like, I really like what you do. I'm gonna give you 20 bucks, and then at the end of the month, that'll process. I would get the 20 dollars, and then they would go in and they could change the pledge. Or, you know, I try to remind everybody like the week before. It's like, hey, everyone, the pledges are going through. Make sure you adjust your amounts to anything you know that you want. Um, and they've all been very understanding about it. Uh. I've only had a couple of people who didn't get involved so much in the messaging and they kind of missed out and, um, they got charged a couple of times that they shouldn't have or after I said like, Hey, this campaign is over. Uh, I'm just putting everything to a dollar. Please adjust to that amount. Um, a few people have like, no, I like giving you this much. I enjoy what you do. Keep doing it. And so they've left it. Some people dropped it down to like $5, things like that. Um, I had an issue where, uh, they, not issue, but, uh, the founder uh, liked my stuff and was like, hey, I really like what you're doing. He put me on the cover of, the, like, the front page. I was like, oh, I'm going to get a lot of followers, so I need to make kind of an in-between. So I had, like, the little cheap ones, uh, like the dollar, the $3 where you get more follow-ups. and uh, like, I offer a discount through through uh, the store. But anyway, so it's like I'm going to be on the cover. I need to have something kind of in-between. Like, I'm going to do prints. Uh, like, I can do little prints and send them out in the mail. That'll be, you know, just some stamps. I can afford that. But the way I was doing them, I didn't plan it out right. That was just too spur of the moment. And then a couple of months went by and I was like, this is just not working. So I messaged them and I said, look guys, I'm sorry this tier's I don't like how these prints are turning out. Uh, even if you enjoy them, I'm not happy with them. So I'm gonna get rid of this tier. And I'm gonna make it up to you, you know, you paid this much in, uh, I'll give you a free four by six. Uh, you know, we're just a little small commission. And they were all really cool about it. It was like, no, you're learning as you go. This is like a brand new thing. You know, I really enjoy it. Thanks. You know, and so they adjusted their pledges and I made it up to them and we're continuing on. Well,
0: what I find interesting is that, first of all, that somebody realized that this was um, a viable business model, Mm -hmm. but PayPal already allowed for subscriptions and, um, and i and i know this from my own experience before they kicked me out (laughs) um but you can you can have recurring payments in paypal um, poly weekly podcast in fact does all their stuff straight through paypal they don't use patreon right Uh, so is it you know how much of the headache is there versus the visibility and you know is it just easier to use than having paypal buttons on your website like what is the the reason that this is working for you,
1: I didn't know that uh, PayPal did that until recently. Another website I follow, Dinosaur Dracula, uh, he does these. He's collected all this like little just fancy junk and just you know, and so he has so much of it that he sends it out. And so you could subscribe to like uh, a monthly surprise box. Like he will send you like a little a post office box of you know like little cheap erasers and stuff. This is one of the stuff he has around. He kind of puts together a package and you subscribed subscribe to it. It's like oh I didn't know you could do that, but you still have to be know who he is, know to go to his website or, like, you know, be linked to that. Patreon, it's – you kind of get that thing of kind of being discovered. Like, if you're looking there and it's like, who's making comics? And you can type in comics, and I'll show you people who are making comics. And it'll – automatically you can set up, like, a front page of – you can put a video that says what you're doing. Uh, You have a little description, like, this is who I am. This is what I do, just in one shot. So it's not like you have to go to someone's website – and try to figure out what they're doing i guess because if you have maybe an off day or a couple of posts that just aren't your routine they could be like well i don't like this person It's like well no this is like i was sick that day you know i was making a post about this other thing or i drew really weird that day you know that's that's not who i am but patreon you can say like generally this is what i do and this is the amount that you can subscribe to or the pledge amount to um so it's it's kind of more of a I think it's more of a visibility thing because the PayPal it's like you still have to know who that person is whereas Patreon you can kind of play around and discover things.
0: Right. I, that's and I think that's why um, even the the constant debate over whether a project should be on Kickstarter or Indiegogo or something mm. else, um, a lot of people end up say just automatically by default saying kickstarter because of the visibility right and um more people were signed up for kickstarter by the way um if you uh haven't seen the news they are no longer processing through amazon payments. yeah
1: i heard that i don't know they're going through something else now
0: they're going yeah something else called stripe hmm. and what i find strange um for me anyway i think it's strange uh is how many writers think that this is like the great thing because there's writers have had this, you know, love, hate relationship with Amazon. Right. For me, I love Amazon. Mm -hmm. It makes my shopping easy as a consumer, Mm -hmm. but it also made, you know, the, the ability for me to self publish my book.
1: Right.
0: So simple. Right. And, and I, and it's the biggest outlet out there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't, I know that there's problems with now. There's uh, like a a new VAT tax and, you know, for European sales that people are freaking out about. And then there was the whole Hachette problem that Hachette books weren't being carried for pre order. So I understand that writers have had this relationship problem with Amazon, but I was really surprised that they were happy that. Kickstarter was not going to be using Mm -hmm. that payment system, especially because Kickstarter did have their own breach. I mean, it's, yeah, Amazon has had hackers. Every website out there has had hackers. I mean, there's, like, the porn sites had credit cards stolen. It was one big, huge thing, like, last October where it was many, many sites. Right. Well, Kickstarter had its own problem. Mm Mm-hmm. And now you're going to have to give your information, your bank account information. It's not even going to, I don't even think process credit cards. Maybe it will. Huh. But um, I imagine, I don't know why it wouldn't. Right. But, um, but I know that it's like, okay, you just need to put your, your bank account information. I'm like, this is just one more server right. that's mm-hmm. going to have financial data on it yeah. instead of it just being on Amazon where it already is yeah. and where I'm already going to do the, you know, most of my stuff. Hmm. So I, I'm just I I thought that that was really strange and um I don't know I don't think people are turning away from Kickstarter.
1: Yeah, I mean, it definitely I, has. this. If you have like a a single project, like you know, I have this thing that you know I've looked into it. It's going to cost me this much, um, and you can whatever rewards you want to go to it and. I mean, it does have. If you have a single project, and that's that's the difference between like Patreon. I can't. I know some people they do their issue issue maybe like bi-monthly or whatever for comics. They do it by Kickstarter. Like every issue is a new Kickstarter.
0: They, they do. And to me, I I think that's really odd that that's the preference yeah. and it's the most successful to do one issue at a time. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't know. Maybe it's because of my reading habits, but I'd rather fund. Uh, A collection that's at least you know three or four issues long, minimum.
1: Yeah, and here's the here's the thing with Patreon that you can set it up to be monthly. Like if you just post a lot of things all the time, or if you take a long time to do like longer projects, like say if you like make music videos and you put one out every once a month or two months or what have you, um, you can have it set up to where people are only charged when you post a finished project. So doing those comics, like you know, you could have it set up to like you know. Whenever I do finally put out this comic, I'll get, say, $1,000. You know, that that's, you know, up there. But that's you, – you can do it either by, like, by projects. But you don't want to do that if you're posting things all the time. Like, hey, I did another webcomic. I did, like, five this month. That's going to be, like, five little charges constantly.
0: Okay. Because I didn't even know – I just thought that it was always going to be, like, a monthly subscription. Mm. Thing.
1: If, you, if you did, say, like, monthly, if you posted, say, here's – instead of doing my webcomic daily – I post, you know, five pages every month, or you know, whenever you can set it up whenever you want to. Because I know a lot of people they do it um, by video. Like they they put a song together, they do covers or things like that. They have a good following, but they'll be like two or three months they don't post anything, and and then a couple of months like, hey, we've we had all the equipment set up, we recorded three or four videos, we're going to space them out, but you'll you know it'll be a charge every so often, and then. You can set up reward plans to be like, you know, or goals, I should say, of, you know, we'll post, you know, weekly if we make, say, up to, you know, $2,000 a month. Or you can put, like, I'll buy a brand new camera to make the videos that I'm making uh, when I reach this goal. You can set up things like that.
0: Okay. So the when I'm looking, for example, I'm looking at your boatwright Right artwork page yes. on Patreon, and you have – um you have these milestones.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I have another a quick note about that. I had one that was going to be um, you. The milestone was like when I reach two hundred dollars, I'll publish uh, a, a Jabberwocky uh, adaptation because that's something I kind of wanted to do. That two hundred dollars, I got there pretty fast. You know, between the uh, the thirteen dollar the club thing, and then I was like, well, I haven't actually done it yet. And I hadn't completely thought it through. So I still haven't actually done it. So it's like, that's another. If that if that had been a Kickstarter, and I'm like, hey, I might do this thing, let me make some money off of it, uh, then it would have been one of those failed projects, and you'd have heard about which, you know, this boat right guy stole all our money. You know, it's like, it, it just didn't come together between other work and just like not being happy with the story that I had, that kind of thing. Okay. And then, so like right now, I went, I set it back to like, you know, what did I say, like 500? I don't yeah, month. you have a five hundred yeah.
0: per month and a one thousand per month. So what that so when that's um, tally, mm.
1: that that means if like uh, you know,
0: you're, that's basically like a bonus kind of a. It's just like saying a, like, a, hey, reward.
1: it's telling the community is like, um, this is what I'm doing with the, the money. I said, you know, a lot of people do it. Like, I'll buy really good art supplies if I get like fifty dollars a month. That, that kind of thing, you know.
0: I, you, okay. So it just as, as, so like, if I were to do that, like podcasting wise, I'd be like, look, I need, um, you know, if it was something like, I mean, a hun- uh, This is ridiculous, I understand, but if it, if but if it was something like, if I need a hundred dollars a month, mm. it, to pay for like a dedicated virtual server. Yeah, it's like, probably you know, about what it is. It's about a hundred dollars a month. Right.
1: So it's like um, you know, I could buy a better website or better web hosting if I'm start. If through Patreon, if at the end of every month, I get, say, $300, you can say, like, I'll get better web posting. It's like, if I get up to $500 a month, um, then I'll buy a new camera or a microphone or that that kind of thing. You can set up goals for yourself. So it's not like, you know, because you can reach that milestone and then the money can go away. Like, people can change their pledges. And it's not like you have to give the camera back. It's just like, hey, everybody, I'm trying to get up to get a new camera. If I get $1,000... If a 1,000 people gave me a dollar, I could buy a brand-new camera, and I'd keep making videos with this camera. It's not like if you change your pledge or you know you stop pledging to me, I'm going to sell it and go back to this crappy one. It's like you've all just kind of helped me get to here,
0: okay, if, that makes, so, if that makes sense. I mean, it, well, the difference is you. it's a continual thing for you. You know that you're going to be producing some kind of content and product every month, whereas okay. – if my goal was specifically like, hey, I desperately need a new computer and I want to keep the podcast going, I would turn to something like Indiegogo and see how much I could raise. Oh yeah, that's that. And just put towards like my computer fund.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. If you have like a specific need, it's just like you know, while you've got your Patreon up there, it's like, um, what would you improve? What, what would you do better? Or you know, how? Can... Right. So
0: that's just sort of like a different.
1: Yeah, part that, that's it, not yeah. like I'm doing Patreon because I want this new camera. I was like, no, I'm going to keep okay. doing it anyway. It's the same way like. Um, instead of buying better like watercolor paper, I was like I'm going to use the stuff I get from Walmart. You know, it's just if I was making more money, I would afford to get the really good stuff. That's what I would use. That, that kind of deal.
0: Yeah, I think it's pretty cool because I think the um, a subscription model is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I'm kind of surprised. I guess is where my head is. I'm just surprised at some of the indie success with bloggers.
1: Well, I will, um, I, will, I have a thing. Even bring it back to like you know, like you're not
0: Dan Savage, guys. Like, why are people paying to read your blog? Post? There's there's
1: <laughs> like um uh three guys I have found recently who all do like um uh, like sword reviews or like you know like knife reviews, knife reviews and things like that. Knife
0: reviews, knife reviews. Like but he's a yeah, he'll like you know
1: I, I've here's you know there's a couple of like reenactor guys and it was like you know I've studied like the, the actual manuals and people say that you can't. Uh, two-hand a sword. Like, you can't b- grab the blade. And he, like, grabs a short blade. He's like, look how sharp this is, and I can grab it. And they'll do demonstrations and things like that, you know. And it's really interesting to watch. And it, um, they're kind of personalities in a way. And it kind of goes back to, I was going to bring it back around to, like, the Norm Brayfogle, and just like, crowdsourcing and stuff in general. is like, humans, we like to make villages. That's why we survived. It's because we kind of gathered together. But now with the Internet, we can make our – you know, these own little, I'm sure you have, like, your very dedicated followers, and so it's like, you know, you live in that community with them, and, like, people on Tumblr, I guess the, the guys who find stuff, they have their own little communities, and the guys who do reviews, you know, of, like, you know, this is a medieval sword that, you know, you probably never heard of, or you're classifying this knife in the wrong category, let me tell you why, you know, cause historically it was this thing. Those They build things around them. Um, it's a huge thing now to play video games online and talk about them. And I'd even do, like...
0: Oh, yeah, I know, like, Twitch TV. Yeah, I've, and I follow a couple of guys. I really
1: like the Red Letter Media guys. They do, like, you know... He's probably more famous for the uh, blanket reviews. Um, but they also do, like, Best of the Worst and, you know, some other, like, review shows. A couple of the guys, they play games. They're they're gamers, so they get on Twitch, and they play video games, and they keep, they have their own subscribers, and people donate them games. They post... They record them, and they post them on YouTube, and I can't get enough listening to them, like, talk about stuff, you know. It's almost like they have a podcast while they play a video game that I can listen to for a couple hours a day while I'm doing other stuff.
0: And, yeah, that's pretty neat. And so,
1: like, I donate $2 to them, you know, just and I think they're up to maybe a couple of grand now, you know. But all their rewards are, like, you know, you can pledge, like, say, I think it's, like, $2 is the first one. It's like, thank you. Uh, I think $5, or five, $7, something like that. It's, like, you can get into... Uh, more behind the scenes stuff, like when we make our videos, we'll post like behind the th- scene things of like you can watch the outtakes or you can see what we're doing. And like if you pledge a higher amount, we'll show you the uh, some of our archives, some of our really old movies that you know we don't want to show anybody publicly. But you know, if you're paying that much, hey, you know, come in, we'll show you like the picture album, so to speak. So you know, I'm, Patreon's really cool, and everybody, you know, any creative person, there's no reason not to have something like this. It just gives people, you know, a a way to talk to them, and you can, like, put things that are, like, Patreon only to where, like, you have to be on Patreon to even see this thing, or I can set it to, like... Well,
0: Kickstarter is like that. I mean, Kickstarter has updates, but it's when your campaign's done, you're you're not necessarily done because I still get messages, like, Mm -hmm. well, like you were saying, like, well, since you supported issue one, will you please support issue two? So you still kind of get, like, on this mailing list thing. Right. But, um, well, this but is, I think, well, this is
1: like the videos, Adrian. like I get, like, you know, hey guys, they'll, they'll, um, the list I'm in is like, and we're working on a new video in two weeks, you know, expect, you know, or we should be edited by then and we'll post it in a couple of days or something like that. It's like, oh, so I have something to look forward to. And it's like, I'm kind of not part of them and it's kind of cool being on, like, their not secret email list or things like that. But I don't have to wor- wonder when a video is coming out to kind of tell me. And it's and it's really cool to hear like you know I can if I paid more I could see like their old stuff and things like that and.
0: So for you as a creator and and being on Patreon it's, um, how I don't know if you if you've ever tried calculating your you know your work hours mm-hmm. into it but, um, how difficult is it then to sort of take on this this business management side?
1: It's it was you really have to think about the rewards you're doing because otherwise if you're just posting stuff and like, you know, kind of join my club, you know, you can, you can be part of the cool kids, you know, this, and for whatever different level you want to join, I can give you more secret things or, you know, you get more perks, perks, you know, like I'm going to do more just right now. At, I'm trying to figure out kind of what to do with it. Cause I run my commission sales on Friday the 13th now, and there's two coming up. There's one in February and one in March. And so, like, I don't want to get into doing a bunch of rewards for Patreon and not be able to do my, like, little fun contradiction of of doing commissions there. So, I'm trying to work that out. And I'm trying to figure out a way how to give something special to the Patreons they can use for. This is kind of separate. Like, I want to keep my commission work separate. Like, I will draw you Batman over here. If you're a patron. I kind of want you here, even if you're just giving a book, if you're just giving me a dollar that you're that's, that's great. I want you here supporting me because you like the things that I do personally. Like you like my little devils and you like my little skull people and you like me wasting. Okay.
0: So it's more about the, um, more about the the motivation and the thought process as to why you're supporting. Right. Like you said, it's like PBS, like you do,
1: you know, you really, I was looking at my monthly puppet goal. I have like $500. If I was making $500, then I could justify the amount of time I'm taking away from other jobs, you know, or not running a larger commission list of, to be like, I'm going to make dolls and I want to figure out how to make them dance. You know, if she if were giving me 500, if I was making $500 a month, I was like, okay, I, it's, it's worth it to set up the camera and make a background because you know, it takes time to do that. Um, and I would, I would do it anyway. I'm going to keep making, I was making one now, the battery died on the camera, but that's, I kind of talk with the puppet now, um, to announce the sales coming up. So it's,
0: Cool. There's, um, there actually are a couple other like patrons that I, I wanted to just give a shout-out to that I know exist. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Red Stylo Media, so their uh, URL is Red Stylo. And there's also uh, Erica Moen, who writes the hilarious Ojoy oh sex toy comic. Nice. And um, I don't know what any of their rewards are necessarily like, but I think um, for Red Stylo, uh, if you guys aren't familiar, that's a, a publisher. I've been published through them. And they do great comics, a lot of big anthology projects. So if you if you like short stories mm-hmm. then you definitely want to check out their books. And they do things usually based around a theme like Edgar Allan Poe right. or um oh. Freddie Mercury and That's they're you know, so they they do a lot of things where you can get an introduction to all different kinds of creators. And they have basically like a book club. Like I, I'm I think it's um they're like their lowest, I think. They it says their patrons can set up a monthly cap as low as four dollars, mm-hmm. but they do have a two dollar level where you can still get PDF comics with each update and stuff. Oh, that's another so, thing you
1: said, cap that's another thing. Like, I was talking about how you could uh, set it where the pledges would come through whenever you posted. You can set a cap to be like, I don't want to spend more than 20 bucks a month, or like, I don't spend more than a dollar a month on this person, you know, no matter how many times they post, if that's how they do it. So, that's another option. For for you as the as a patron, you can you know you can change your thing every month, and you can set a cap to monthly how much you want to give to a person.
0: Oh, okay. So instead of by, based by update, it's right? Once so months. if you found, because I think that it, the more frequently you do it, that's more fees and less it, money. It, it, it kind of I think it would kind of I haven't done it that way, but yeah,
1: if you were posting videos and say all of a sudden like the person you were supported, they had a set up like you know I'm going to give this person three dollars every time they post something, and they just started posting like. Dozens of times a month, it's like I'm losing money here. You can set up a cap to be like, I'm glad they're doing stuff. I enjoy it, but I don't want to give them any more than ten dollars because I want to watch Hulu. I'm going to pay for that, you know. So you can you, cool. you can set up the caps and things like that. There's a lot of you know, both as a creator and a patron of you know, the options to do things with. So it's and I guess in a way that's a little better than the subscription service to be like, this is a set amount. This is what you're paying every month, and this is what I'm giving you you can kind of play around with it. Like now, like how I said, I did like a six month campaign that went through, I learned a whole lot. Uh, So right now I'm kind of cooled it to just the dollar per month. I want to do more things. One of my goals I want to set up is I want to learn uh, more like uh, printmaking. So like, like wood blocks or something like that. And so Mm -hmm. that way I could offer a, you'd get a, you know, everyone who signed up for say like a $5 level, I could send out a postcard that I've like handmade but I don't have the time or the ability with my hand to draw, you know, dozens of those things every month. But if I could do one print and like hand make that and not just print it off the computer, but I mean like, you know, make an actual like woodcut block print, that kind of thing. I could send that out to everyone and that would be something original. That's slightly different for everyone. And every month I would make a new wood block. That's just an idea I'd like to do incorporate soon.
0: So, um, I just want to recap before I let you go that um, there were some interesting lessons learned that you had right off the bat, yes. such as don't get yourself in over your head with rewards. Yes. Um, is there anything else that somebody who would be new to the platform that you really want them to know? Um,
1: mainly just, just, just really think about what you're offering. You know, if you're uh, and try to limit things, you know, it's just, you know,
0: have, like, a business plan before you jump into exactly. it. <laughs>
1: especially for Kickstarter. I know um, the international shipping is outrageous, and I know a couple of people who have really got in trouble and not ruined the entire thing, but it's like they, they can't even afford to ship the things just
0: because of the amount. Yeah, I, I know some several people with Kickstarters that they ended up still going into debt, still putting a lot of stuff on their credit card.
1: Yeah, that's why of I've, I've, I've late I've kind of got into, like, 4 by 6 arts, um, not because I like drawing so small, but it's because I can do more of those and I don't have to worry so much about the shipping. Like I can, I don't have to buy the materials for pack. It's just like an envelope. I can get like a, a standard size envelope.
0: Like birthday card. Like birthday, th-
1: that kind of size. And I can put a stamp on it, Stamp on it. like I know that cost. And so it's less trouble for me, but everybody still gets like an original piece from me, you know? And I think um, it's a balance of, you know, trying to run the business and also trying to be, Not so much a personality, but you kind of have to be like, you know, I'm selling me. That's the thing I want my Patreon to be is that like you're supporting. You're not just buying a commission from me every month. Like you're supporting me as an artist. And in turn, you know, I can give you the little things as I think of them as like as I grow, you know, as I don't have to take freelance jobs or like I can do commissions when they're fun, you know, and I I think, I think that's the main thing. Well, I
0: think, but I think that's, you know, I think that's an important point here. And one of the reasons that you and I started talking today about, you know, we jumped into doing this podcast today because there was a Kickstarter where a, a writer who was kickstarting her novel, she had been traditionally published. Mm-hmm. Her sales were good, but they weren't good enough for the publisher to pick up the sequel. Right. So she said, okay, well, then I'm going to self-publish my sequel because I really want to do it. I have enough fans that, in my opinion, to justify doing this. Right. So for a writer, just like an artist, if, you, if you're not at a day job or if you're not going to take up, like you said, these freelance jobs that you know normally pay the bills, mm-hmm. um, she had a plan. Her plan was to dedicate three months to making this novel. And simply because in the way that she worded her Kickstarter description, she said, I need this amount of money for cover design. I need this amount of money for my editor and I need um, this amount of money for living expenses, like to buy groceries and gas and just, you know, pay. She has a husband and children and she has a house uh, to run. Now to me, that was like, breathtakingly honest. Mm-hmm. I, that doesn't mean that I would necessarily support her, but, um, but it's, but that's what it is. Yeah. Like that's... there's like, I don't understand, like if you're, it's, it's still a paycheck, but people I don't think are necessarily used to the idea that they're paying a creator directly for their paycheck. They're used to saying, I'm paying you as a consumer for your product. Right. Um, so I, it got really, really controversial. And this poor woman, mind you, she wrote under three pen names. She has literally abandoned the pen name oh wow. that she was that she was doing this. Uh, her name was Stacy J. And she. a lot of people have spoken out on, on her behalf and saying, look, if you just don't like a project, then just don't back it. I mean, it's it's yeah, really that simple.
1: And, and like, I'm, I've stayed, not connected, I'm like an old person. But, you know, I've been on Tumblr enough, and I kind of understand some of the mentalities of, like, Like free content, I was like, "Why can't I get this thing for free? Why do you pay for stuff?" You know, I can kind of see both sides of as a creator. Like, I don't want stuff going out there for free, but at the same time, you know, I I want everybody who can possibly get a hold of it. So, I think you should support the creator, even if like you know, if she's going to take three months to make a book and she can publish it, give her the money for that. Because half of the people are going to like somehow borrow it from the library or just outright steal it from somewhere, or you could download it. But that's a really good point. I, I say support the creator. if you're gonna like, you know, if you have the mindset of like I can find any movie I want from Hollywood, that's great. Uh, can you support the people actually making the thing somehow? If you're gonna if you're gonna take all the content and you're gonna like take every picture and every video, you're gonna illegally pirate everything, that's fine. Can you support the people when they ask for the money to make the thing that you want for free? If it, if that's to get into a whole argue, argument there,
0: but you know. Oh, of course, of course. And actually, pirating in in this Stacy J's farewell, if you will, blog post, mm-hmm. um, she mentioned pirating right as you know as one of the issues and considerations. Um, but I. I just think that it was odd that people didn't expect writers to have expenses. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, yeah. It's like, but you're just sitting there and you're just writing. It's like, but why shouldn't I, you know, be able to pay it's, for it's, the oil that heats my house? Right,
1: that's still a job. It's like, do you understand that if I didn't have this money to, pay, to keep the gas on or, yeah. you know,
0: I... I, I, I or for the you know three four hundred dollars a month that it's going to cost for health insurance, so I don't have to run a crowdsourcing thing if I have a stroke like Norma. Exactly, it's, it's it's ridiculous.
1: It's like I'm fully supporting the creator, and that's another reason I kind of enjoy or kind of like keeping my pledge amount on the Patreon down to a dollar. Is because if I can get somebody to sign up and give me a dollar and and then encourage them, like there are a lot of other people on Patreon. Go go play around, and like I, if you want to give me ten dollars, that's great. And, you know, I,
0: so with why well, I want to get like one last question mm-hmm. to like with with this, do you have like followers like you do on on Twitter? Yeah, you can like, like when you do you follow like favorite things like even on Etsy, you can like favorite a shop. So yes. that way, like you see when that shop has added new new thing, because
1: yeah, even if you like support a creator and you give them so much for months and you can't afford it. You can keep following them and not pledge you to You can. Them.
0: Okay. So I was wondering if there was a way to be like, okay, I don't have the money right now for, you know, these six guys over here who do this stuff, but I want to not forget about them.
1: Exactly. And that's, I've kind of moved – like I was supporting like the same people a lot i uh since I brought my pledges down a little bit, I've, I've pulled back on a lot of people I was supporting, but also I went looking for new people. And I was like, well, when I get a little more money, I'm going to su- support some other folks, Um you can kind of get into a thing of like I really like you and I like you and so you start trading dollars it's like thank you for your dollar thank you for giving and I'll give you a dollar it's like why even bother you know it's it's not for show but it's like I would rather us give that dollar to somebody else you know that we don't know yeah
0: otherwise at that point like you said like it, it's um it's not making much sense but but at the same time like I know with Kickstarter one of the the things was it was kind of a popularity contest yeah where um the number of backers you got was one of the metrics, not just the amount of money you got. Right. So they really, like, it got kind of annoying when people would be like, Can you please just pledge $5? Or, uh, because they, I mean, everybody, like, it, for example, like an anthology project, people on the anthology also had to contribute. Huh. And, that's, and that seems strange, yeah, yeah. but you needed to have more people there and, and see those names because it made your Kickstarter analytics better. Right. And yeah. the better they are, then you have a better chance of getting on the front page or getting features, staff pick, and all that stuff.
1: Patreon really doesn't seem to have that. It's more like I'm bringing people here who want to support me. Like I'm telling my Twitter followers, like, hey, if you like all these little doodles I make during the day or during the week, um, you, can, you can throw me a book. You know, if you if you want to see me do more of them, because the more money I can make like that, I can do more of this stuff, you know. And so I'm I'm pointing people to my Patreon and not like – it's not a race to the finish. Like it, Kickstarter seems to be like – you get like 30 days, and it's like I've got to get all this money. People give me all your money for this project or it's going to fail. And
0: hopefully if you have a month where like you get really sick or something, you don't lose those people.
1: Yeah, it's, that's the thing. It's like if I'm not really posting a whole lot, you know – um. And also I try to keep like a weekly update that I don't, I don't really blog anymore for my public stuff. And I try to keep that more just like, here's some images, here's some kind of things I found on my Tumblr that I like, but I talk more to the people who pay to, like if they, you know, I send out, try to do like a weekly message of like, this is what I've been doing. This is the job I'm doing now that I can't talk about publicly, but here's an image, you know, a, a sneak preview of the thing I'm doing for this kid's book that's, you know, for an educational company. And, um, I've got this job coming up and here's where you are on all the commissions that I'm doing and like, oh by the way, I've got a commission coming up that I haven't talked about for anybody else, you know. That kind of thing. So there's uh-huh. so there's benefits to it that way. it's really like, you know, one big convention center and everybody has their own little table and you just kinda of walk around, and like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, I I make puppets. And I was like, That's awesome. You wanna and it was like you wanna buy one? Well, no, that's too expensive. Was like, but I'll give you a dollar because I really like puppets. And you can walk away and find somebody else to give a dollar too.
0: Okay. Well, thank you for you know so much for for helping educate me because I was really not familiar with Patreon much. Um, so, guys, it's a Boatwright artwork yes. on Patreon. Thomas Boatwright is who you want to search for everywhere, as he said, he's on all of these platforms. Yeah, Bo- well. Boatwright
1: artwork will get you just about anything, or Thomas Boatwright in general. That's true.
0: <laughs> so, um, you know, there's always Twitter t underscore Boatwright. Yes. Um, of course, you can follow me at amberonmass.com and at Elizabeth Amber, uh, because right now I'm not on Patreon, but who knows? Maybe I will make that leap. I'm not sure. It's it sounds like a really good idea. I'm just really riddled with anxiety over the, the notion
1: that, the, of the. the my, my final word on it is like any creative person, there's no reason for you not just to put a bucket out in front of you and say throw some money at me, you know, if it's, there's no reason not to do that. Well, it.
0: let me tell you this, <laughs> if PayPal is the only processing system, then there's no way I'm doing it.
1: Oh, no, it's not, you know, you can sign up with a card. I mean, it's, you can get your money, however, you know, it's if you can put uh-huh. your bank account to that, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's not just PayPal. It's like, you can okay. you can donate however you want, and you can get paid however you want, because it's, it's actually under account. It says, you know, like, how do you want to get paid? And it's like, you can put in card information and all that stuff.
0: Okay. So and uh yeah, so this has been very helpful. A lot of great information. And guys, thank you so much for uh you know, sticking in there as we spend, you know, an hour uh, as <laughs> dishing about the the platforms we like and those that we don't. Um and you can call me an old fart for not liking Instagram. I don't care. <laughs> I just i i like it better than Tumblr. Tumblr, yeah. absolutely, I hate. Like I so, said, I've only
1: recently figured out Tumblr. It's like, oh, this is not where you promote yourself. You just like find stuff and share it with people, and they share things with you. That's fine.
0: And that's kind of yeah, it. Like, that's... just whatever. Um, but my friend Eric Grissom loves Tumblr, so he and I are are pitted against, against each other there. <laughs> um, but Tom, um, thank you so much for for your time, guys. If you if you haven't been checking the the. Ups, updates on uh, Amber Unmasked, please do so, because um, I I tweet my post links a lot, but I know a lot of people aren't on Twitter, so if you're, you know, or if you get lost in the noise of Twitter, I understand. If you
1: had a Patreon, you would send them a direct email saying whenever it went up, but
0: anyway. There you go. Okay. So that might be one more reason to get me to, to do it. Uh, but there's, the, you know, there's been a lot of uh, posts, uh, not a lot over the holidays, because I know some people kind of back away from the world and the internet at that mm-hmm. time. Yeah. But, uh, y- you know, if you're looking for comics, I have a couple posts with comic recommendations, things especially with strong female characters, and um, just comics that I really enjoy. And then I, d- I put up a couple posts with writing tips recently this week. So things to bear in mind. Um, but I guess uh, I guess that pretty much wraps us up, though, for today. Hey. So thank you for joining me. Hey,
1: thank you for having me. No, no one ever talks to me because I have nothing going on. You're like my only outlet to the internet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, fantastic! Well, anytime you want to be on, we can do that.
1: Okay, well, I, I might come back if I have something going. If I if I make a two dollar pledge level, I might come back and see. see what okay. That's...
0: <laughs> and then maybe by then I'll be on there as well. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> okay, guys, thanks uh, for listening. Happy New Year! And you know, if you have any suggestions for vodka O'Clock, please let me know. If you just feel like sending me vodka, please let me know. Hey. <laughs> Alright, and uh, of course, like I said, follow me on Twitter at Elizabeth Amber. Cheers.